believe in the fight game. Hello, everyone. This is Charles Yao with Believe in the Fight Game on the Believe Podcast Network, Los Angeles' number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team and every sport in L.A. and more. We believe in sports. Do you believe? Hey, thanks for tuning in to Believe in the Fight Game. And here we are on a three-part interview series featuring Trinity Pun, the 14-year-old phenom who won submissions on the shore last February, right before this pandemic hitting. And it's an all-female jiu-jitsu tournament. And what's remarkable, aside from her age range, is the skill level of all the competitors in that tournament. So I'd like to give all the competitors on Submissions of the Shore. So the first part of this interview series was the coach, which is Stefan Gristina. You learned a little bit of his character on being a foodie, consumer of whiskey, how he fell back into training in martial arts, and what are his goals? And what are the differences in... Two types of lineage gym. There's Henzo Gracie Middletown, and then there's also Henzo Gracie HQ. The second interview was with John Pun, and there you learned how he really limited the internet usage of all three kids, how supportive he is, and how balanced he is in regards to each and every child's endeavor. He did reveal a little bit that there is that soccer dad, soccer mom fervency Definitely in jiu-jitsu also. So regardless if it's a martial art or not, there are some crazy fathers and mothers out there. But now to the main feature, Trinity Pun. She is, but she is another well-balanced person. And you see it from the coach. You see it from the father. So it really takes a village to raise this fighter. And it shows. She's a charming young lady. And she's very humble for... Someone who would be labeled, air quotes, a jujitsu killer. So I present you Trinity Pun. Hello. Hey, Trinity, you got like a really cool dad, man. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I don't know if you were right there. We talked about like your brother and your sister and everything. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I saw some pictures on Instagram that you were already mm-hmm. missing California. What would you what'd you do out here aside from the competition for submissions on the shore? Um, we kind of just chilled at the hotel. There was not much to do before because I couldn't get, like, injured and stuff. And I was still on the diet before the weigh-in. So we kind of just chilled. We had a pool in our hotel, just hang there. And then after that, we went to the mall. And then I, I got to stuff my face with food after. And we just walked around and explored. Do you like the weather enough to think about moving out here? Or is that too far in the future? Um, it's definitely a great place. But I don't think I would consider moving there because, like, the warm weather here comes, like, I like all four seasons. So, like, I like having winter and then summer. And then also, if I, like, wanted to go travel there, it would be, like, more precious, you know what I mean? So I would, like, appreciate the warm weather there, like, going there, enjoying it, and then coming back to the rough weather again. Do you have, like, any relatives out here in Cali? Um, I don't, no. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, like, may- maybe your cousins are more chill and laid back and the Asians out there in New York are a little bit rough and tumble, you know? Yeah. But do you find, like, even the people are different from New York and California? Were you not here enough to notice anything? 
I do notice a difference. Uh, I feel like people in New York are like meaner in a way, like they're harsher, like like fast paced moving and stuff. <laughs> and people and <laughs> people in California were like nicer and chiller and slower going. So, yeah, there was a difference. <laughs> yeah, but I think that that's good as far as for training to where it's like definitely. You know what I mean? It's like yes. do you know who Mike Tyson is? Um yeah. Okay, so he he was from Catskill, New York. Mm-hmm. So all that harsh weather, and then whenever you go to the city, it's like, huh? It just builds you up, yeah. It gives you a tough skin. Like your dad told me, you wanted to do ballet first before jujitsu. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is so opposite. It's so weird. I don't know. I had this moment where I wanted to become a ballerina, a gymnast. Like I wanted to do all that. And I, I even had these shoes that I would take with me everywhere, and I had no idea what I was doing with them. But I, I just know. And then one day, those were gone. <laughs> so when your dad brings up, hey, Trinity, and I think uh, your older sister was also uh, brought into the mix. He's like, hey, guys, let, let's try jujitsu. Because it's so far opposite from what you wanted to do initially. How did you react to the idea? It was more of my sister's idea. Like, she watched all these martial arts things and she was like oh my god i want to try that so i just like did everything with her and then we found the henzo gracies and then we took a class together and my sister like hated it she hated it and i was like oh this is pretty cool like i get to like do like athletic stuff so i was like yeah i'm down isn't it ironic just put it pulling yourself away from that situation observing it the ballerina loved jujitsu and fighting yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> It, it was really cool. I, I didn't really notice that I kind of switched until, like, after I was like, oh, wait, I do jiu-jitsu now, and I wanted to become a ballerina, so. And, and is that still in the mix, or is that donezo at no, this point? That, that was, that was like, my 10-second dream I had, I guess, because not, not even a second I would want to become a ballerina now. Was Coach Stefan Griselda uh, your first coach, or who was your first coach? Um... I had a lot of coaches at first, but um, I started out with many. I, I I can't really like pick which one, but like I had many coaches now as well. But would you say uh, Danaher is the godfather out of all your coaches? Yes. What's what makes Coach Danaher so different about everyone? Not not to put everyone down, right? But to yeah. to highlight Coach. Down her's like personality, you know. Yeah, um, he's just like a main coach. Like when I go down to the city and train, he would just be like the one to help me and like fix my little um, mistakes I would make. It would just like make my game better. And like the knowledge he has is just crazy, and I don't even know what goes on in his head, but I just know it's great. So I just appreciate everything he shows me and every little technique that helps fix my improve my game and stuff. Do you find it when you go to the mothership? Because I think there's Henzo East and there's the main HQ, right? Mm-hmm. When you go to HQ, are there more like beasts out there or is the training uh, pretty even? Um, I would say it's like more intense down there. <laughs> Definitely. It's like more high level training and techniques that is just amazing. Do you prefer just to train there or is it a good balance to go back and forth to the other gyms? 
it's a good balance because my home is up here at Middletown, so it's cool to go down there. I go down like um two or three times a week. Um, or if I don't have school, I go down more, but it's good to go back and forth, but down there is definitely great. Yeah, because I, I, I feel even Coach Danaher and even Professor Humala Bahal told me this, you need lower or a competition lower yeah. than you. Do you agree yeah. with that? I definitely agree with that because you take the knowledge, you learn like the highest level skills you use and you have to be able to train and practice with them and perfect them and Lower belts always help you get better, too. You can't always have, like, oh, I need a higher person. Like, lower belts definitely play a role in your game. Yeah, because I feel like with me, I'm, I'm a white belt right now, and I train with a couple of guys from John Jocks Machado, and yeah. they're all purple belts and, and, and black belts, so I feel like sometimes I'm stymied. No, you both get something out of it. Like, you learn something, and then they could practice their moves on you, and they, you still give resistance. It's not like you're not moving. So it's good for both of both players. At school, are, are you seen as like this? Uh, oh, that's Trinity. Don't fight her. She's. Uh, uh, you better like her no. Instagram photos because she'll <laughs> beat you up and triangle you. No, I'm not like known as the BJJ girl in school. I'm just. No one knows me for doing martial arts. Um, unless you follow my Instagram, then some people like started to find out like my Instagram but I don't just go around being like oh my god guys follow me on Instagram or stuff so it's just if they find out and then they ask me they're like oh you do martial arts I was like yeah I do martial arts <laughs> but no one really knows that I'm like athletic or whatever so they just think I'm I don't know just like they're like the smart girl <laughs> well, so, well, yeah. is your personality different when you're at school versus at training um not, not that it's a bad not, thing, okay? That, that's yeah, not the not spirit that, of the yeah. question. Um, not really, because, like, when I'm in jiu-jitsu, like, we talk, you could talk about jiu-jitsu things, but, like, in school, I don't just go, like, hey, like, start a jiu conversation because they would <laughs> not understand me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Here's a World Star Instagram video, and uh, let's, let's rap about it now. Yeah. It's more, like, school-related like things if it's in school, and in jiu-jitsu, you could talk about, like, anything because just doing anything kind of mix <laughs> uh, let me ask you so, so we'll we'll go a little bit away from martial arts but but more for societal stuff about like school mm-hmm. and and you yeah. in general like do you find it that kids in your age group are they really internet based as far as for doing everything internet based yeah definitely everyone in school i see they're like on their phones like 24 7 kind of in the new app like kind of like blew up tiktok if you know what that is sure so everyone yeah everyone's on that now i don't i don't have a phone personally myself so i really can't get attached to one so <laughs> but how does that make Definitely. you feel um i don't like feel discluded or anything because i don't think it's good for you either to be that addicted but like to get entertained by like a couple things you see online is pretty cool too but most people interact on that now too so it depends i would i I don't personally, I'm not personally like an internet person, so if I interact with my friends, it's like during the school hours, and then if not, I'm at home doing my work and stuff, and training jujitsu, obviously. When you get to, not that I'm trying to be Uncle Charles here. Yeah. <laughs> when you get to like your mid-20s, early 30s, you're going to be so thankful your dad kind of monitored that, because you're experiencing <laughs> life more. Yeah. Or do you see yeah. that now already? I already see that. Yeah, I already see that now. I'm not, like, hooked up on anything. Like, 
on my phone and I could like let go of something. Meaning let go is like you're not even searching for it. Yeah, like I don't really care. I don't have it. But like sometimes I'll like go on my phone, I mean, on my dad's phone to see like what's like on Instagram and stuff just to keep me updated on my stuff too. To be honest with you, I mean, you'll have your chance once you're an adult to get your own, yeah. you know, your own yeah. phone. I so, still have a long way to go. Okay, back to jujitsu. Sorry, I just wanted to shape your personality no, you're good. For, the, you're good. For, for the listening audience. Thank you. When you started training in jujitsu, what was the hardest thing? Was it always being stuck in side mount or did you not embrace attacks from the guard? What, what was like the hardest thing for you or if there's a list? That was difficult um, for you. Um, when I was, um, hardest thing for me, I wouldn't say I had, like, one hardest thing. I thought, like, everything I could have developed better and in my game and stuff. But I didn't think I had, like, I didn't think I had, like, trouble with anything, like, a specific position, like, mount, side control. I just, like, went with it. Whatever, like, they got me in, I would just try getting out and stuff. Or if I wanted to get a submission, I would just go for it and attempt it. Uh, what I'm learning, you are an orange and black belt, right? Yeah, correct. So, so that is, in in adult equation, you are a, a brown belt? Would that be close? Um, or more like purple belt? Um, The belt after the orange is kind of green, but there's like three green belts. So I guess brown, but technically white belt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which, after watching you perform its admissions at this on the shore, is like not only is she only fourteen, it's like dude, she's killing adults <laughs> who are like legit because it was a brown belt level competition, right? Yeah, I think it was like mainly brown belts, and you had some lower belts too. So yeah, mainly brown. In your age group, is there like that? Ba- do you follow basketball at all? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> Well, in basketball, there's a lot of trash talk, right? Like, oh, dude, I'm going to get you. I'm going to cross you up. Okay? You watch this, I'm going to cross you up. Does that happen in in your experience in jiu-jitsu, like a lot of smack talk? Um, I don't think so. I'm not sure. I'm not not on my social media either, so I don't really know. Sorry, I meant like while grappling. While playing basketball. Oh, so, like, during the game, if I feel any... Um, not really. I feel like it's just mutual on the mat, just what we're both best at, the both two players. But I assume that's a good thing, right, to keep it more martial culture? Yeah. yeah. Whatever happens on the mat, I feel like it's just, like, obviously both players want to win. So, you just, at the moment, you're just both going at it, trying to, like, kill each other. But in the end, both people get, um, they get a learning experience out of it. You win... Um, you still learn. You lose. You definitely still learn. So you could take anything out from that match. I'm going to make a statement, and I understand you're young, but I have now respect for both your dad and you. That's why I feel it's it's important not just to train in MMA, but the roots. Because I feel like if you train in traditional Muay Thai, traditional BJJ, it seems like there's a little bit more respect. Am I wrong with that? Well, what are your thoughts about that? Because you know there's a lot of trash talking in MMA. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I see that. Um, I don't know. I agree with you. It's all the same. Kind of just keep it on the mat and stuff. Afterwards, it's all for the for the show of it, to keep everyone entertained. You have to have a little smack talk in it to get people interested. I wonder how much of that 
is because you're, would you say you were raised also American and Asian? Yeah. Well, what, what's the percentage like? Break it down to me. Are you like 50-50 Chinese, 50 yeah, American? 50, yeah, 50-50, yeah. <laughs> right, because I, I, I think the one common thing that I've seen also, it doesn't matter if it's Asian. Like I, I've interviewed someone from Mexico. That the par- Her parents were from Mexico. And because they belong to like a solid culture, it seems like those kids end up being a little bit more respectful. Yeah. I asked your dad this, but uh, maybe it's time to ask you. But do you have any interest in MMA? Or is that still too soon? Um, when I like a year ago, I was definitely in for MMA. But now that I, I could see like jujitsu, I want to focus on jujitsu first and see how like be the best at jujitsu first before I can move on. Like I don't want to be scattered yet, so I definitely want to focus on jujitsu first. Um, um, MMA is. Um, I'm not really sure yet, but I'm kind of leaning towards no, depending how far I get with jujitsu. So it depends. Well, the purpose of this show, because it's labeled an MMA show by the network, but I tell people we have to concentrate on the roots because my goal is for jujitsu to be like the NBA, meaning there's professional athletes yeah. getting paid. Is that kind of like the line of thinking where maybe jujitsu is the profession? Mm-hmm, definitely. I would. One day I hope jujitsu gets like as big as the NBA. That would be great because I feel like it's a sport that's not—it's known, but I feel like it's not that known. Like if you pick someone off the street and go, "Do you know what jujitsu is?" I feel like they won't like hundred percent be like, "Yeah, I know what that is." Um, like uh, unlike the NBA where they're like, "Yeah, I know what that is." And again, this might be too soon for me to ask, but you're ahead of your time. Maybe is it is the goal to be fighter and teacher, or just fighter and then become a teacher? Um, yeah, I, I want to like travel the world and become a champ and everything. And yeah, and then I definitely want to like open my own school and teach others too. Once I like perfect, like make a name out of me first. Good for you, man. I mean, your, your generation, you guys are the digital nomads and learn from our mistakes. So let's just agree that you are in a brown belt parallel to adults, right? (laughs) If you were to advise someone younger than you, like boy or girl, it doesn't matter for your for your thinking. Even though their goal is to become a gi, a no gi fighter, would you recommend them to start in the gi? Um, it depends. I actually started out with gi too, and then a year later, I did no gi. Um, gi definitely gave me a structure to jujitsu. I learned grips and like the lapels and stuff, and then after that, you just take them. A- take them out and it's kind of basically the same thing besides you can't just grab someone's shirt you just got to use the limbs they have like their wrist and their neck so um you definitely you should try both i feel like it'll better your game and yeah i feel like gi will make it easier for no gi because you just have to take grips out and you still have the same thing unlike if you did no gi then went to gi you have to learn the grips and stuff and utilize them so how do you see training in the gi? Is it just like, oh, this is a must train, but I love no gi? How do you, how do you see the, the difference um, in two? Gi, I feel like no gi is a faster paced like, movement. Unlike gi, it's a little slower because you have an, like a uniform on that's like slowing you down. So I feel like, and also no gi has more exposure to legs, like heel hooks and stuff, unlike the gi. So, yeah. To answer my question... Which one do you prefer, gi or no gi? 
I, before, I, like, preferred ghee, but now, I, and then it was both, but now I'm kind of falling towards no ghee a little more, just because I personally like playing the leg games and adding heel hooks and stuff and straight full box, so I find it more, like, interesting. <laughs> are you learning all facets of uh, leg locks and heel hooks, or are you just uh, straight ankle locks right now? No, I'm learning everything. That's that's the New Yorker in you, though. Uh. Yeah, I'm so grateful for it. Do, do you ever get to roll with, like, Gordon Ryan and um, no. Gary Tonin? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I've never got the chance to yet. <laughs> Why is that? Is it because you're you're limited, like, the coaches will limit you from rolling with them? No, they're not limited, no. <laughs> Are you shy to, to ask them? Like, um, hey? I am definitely a shy person to pick partners when it comes to that. That I could say. <laughs> okay. Well, cool, man. This has been awesome. And hopefully in the future, if you guys ever, if I ever head to New York or if I ever see you at another tournament, wherever, I'd love to yeah. meet you and your dad and I'll introduce myself. And I, I'm, I, I, yeah, that would be great. Yeah. And, and I'm a big fan and uh, now a fan of your dad, considering <laughs> I just spoke to him like 20 minutes ago. Yeah. He seems like a very cool, well-balanced person. I see it in you, and I and you know I appreciate you answering and saying like, "Nah, I love Cali, but you know New York, it, it's my grit." That that's yeah. your character, which you know, if the interview was just based on just jujitsu, it may not really show your personality. Yeah. All right, cool, Trinity. Have a good evening. You too. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the show, and please subscribe and give us a five star rating on iTunes. We're also available on your favorite directories aside from iTunes, such as Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V-E.com. And Believe Podcasts on social media. Now, if you want to get at me personally, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Plug12. That's P-L-U-G-O-N-E. TWO. Hit me up and I'll read your questions or maybe even have you on the show. Believe in the fight game. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.